Hi everyone, it's me, Eve. Uh, I am about to start an episode of Everything's Relative, but I just wanted to jump on here really quick with an amendment to this episode. So I am talking with Erin Cosentino all about a support group that she runs called NPE Only. And in this episode, I keep saying it's called NPE Only After the Discovery. So I am here now to fix myself and say that after the discovery, NPE only after the discovery is a great support group, but it is separate from the new support group run by Aaron Costantino called NPE only. So there's two groups. They sound very similar. If you can't find them, or you want to find one and not the other, or you want to know what I'm talking about, just send me a note and I will get you going in the right direction. So I just wanted to come on here and make that little correction. Otherwise, just get back to your regularly scheduled program. Thanks for listening. Bye. Welcome back to Everything's Relative, the podcast where we talk about DNA testing and what happens when it turns out your entire life was a lie. We have a really good time over here, I like to think, but um, really, this podcast explores DNA discoveries and the family secrets that come crawling out when science reveals things that nobody was saying out loud. I'm Eve Sturgis. Welcome. Today's episode, I'm talking with Erin Cosentino. She is important uh, because I consider her my friend, but I think more importantly for this episode and the community at large, Erin is greatly important because she is the founding member of the support group called NPE Only After the Discovery, or as I like to call it, ATD. Um, There are like a few groups on Facebook these days for people. Some might say there are a lot of groups. Uh, I belong to a handful of them, I think a pretty big handful, um, and I just have to say I feel extremely welcome and at home at ATD. Um, if you've listened to me before, you probably have heard me talk about a retreat I went on last October, and that was with this bunch of people, um, Aaron Cosentino's people from from NPE Only After the Discovery They are hosting another retreat in April, and uh, so it's coming right up, and you better believe I'm going to be there because it is so powerful and healing to be with people who understand the NPE experience on a personal level. Um, And these folks understand, and they also make me laugh, and I, Lord knows I need to laugh these days. Um, Apparently also I'm like a 90-year-old woman who says Lord knows. Erin and, and her uh, associates have made the retreat very affordable, and with airfare being what it is due to, to COVID, um, I am going to fly out as much as possible and socially distance and wear a mask and wash my hands and get vaccinated. Uh, when airline prices go up, we'll see if I can still make it, but um, in the meantime, I really am really enjoying um, the personal connections I'm making there. So anyway, uh, I called up Erin a few Saturdays ago, and I talked with her a little bit about all these things, and it was such a lovely time. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Listen now, and I will wrap it up with you in a little bit. This is Everything's Relative. I'm Eve Sturgis. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I was getting, I I, I settled into the, to the, I had settled into the audio only experience uh but i like it this way way better 
How are cool. you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining me this morning. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm talking with Aaron Cosentino. Is that how you say it? Cosentino. Cosentino. Um, we have been connected on Facebook through various channels, and then she is one of the hosts and co-creators of here. You can tell me how we say it, but Hera, <laughs> Hera, Hera, it's no, Hera. I can't roll the R. Hereth. Hope and healing. Yes. Um, which is the retreat that I signed up for so enthusiastically last spring and then ended up meeting with you guys in, uh, in Atlantic city, um, this last October. Mm-hmm. And then barring any sort of emergencies or unforeseen uh, situations, I will be there again in April. Uh, so, but I am here today. I want to talk um, about three things if, if, if you can manage it. I would love to know your story and then how you came to create um, uh, uh, the the after the discovery the your your support group on Facebook uh, that has this quickly growing and is becoming a really great source of of support and and you know networking and resources for people uh, in the NPE world and then also talk about the retreat. Can yeah, you do that's it? awesome. Okay, I can do it. Okay, I can do it. Um, what order do you want to do it in? Oh, I, I'm I'm completely open. Whatever. All right, tell me your story. Tell me, tell me. Tell me about about you um, becoming an NPE or having an NPE, however you say it. I um, I got the itch to test because um, my grandfather was a foster child, so he was never formally adopted. He was raised um, by foster parents, and in two thousand. 11, I lost my grandmother. In 2013, I lost my grandfather. And then in 2016, um, I lost my dad, my birth certificate father. And shortly after um, he passed, I, my husband actually got a phone call uh, about someone in his family who had taken the ancestry DNA test and discovered that his dad was not his dad. And I was like, holy shit. If he can find out this information, I can finally figure out, you know, where my grandfather really came from, who his parents are, um, you know, what nationality I am. So I, I didn't go into uh, the DNA test completely blind. Obviously, uh-huh, I knew that, uh-huh. that this information, you know, could be discovered, but um, I just didn't think that it would happen to me. Right. I mean, of course not. It already had happened to your your husband's family, like, like right. how can it happen twice in one yeah. circle of right. people, right? Yes. So um, my parents divorced when I was very young and my mother actually stayed very close with um, my dad's parents. So when the results came back, I called her right away and I was like, oh, do you recognize this name? Do you recognize this name? Do you recognize this name? No, no, no. Okay. So I just kind of kept pouring it over, which mm-hmm. I mean, that was fine. Cause we really knew that we weren't going to be recognizing, um, any names and, um, right. So you were coming at it from a, a, like, I don't know what that's called. A res- a research place of not knowing and no- not expecting 
I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know what that's called, but yeah. Yeah. You knew knew there was going to be new, new information. Correct. But then I very quickly realized I don't see anybody from my grandmother's family here. And I know that some of them have to have tested, Uh you know, and I can actually remember, I can remember sitting in my bathroom um, with the, the cell phone calling my husband's uncle and saying, I think it's happening to me. You know, I think the same exact thing is happening to me. And on day two, I finally said, mom, is there any chance that daddy is not my, my father? And she said, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a chance that, you know, he's not your father. And I was uh, like, okay. Yeah. And on day three, you know, she knew I wasn't going to let it go. Mm-hmm. So on day three, she said to me, do you want to know who your father is? I said, wow. I think, you know, I think that's probably a good idea. Um, you know, and she said the name, but I had already figured it out. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had already come to the realization that, that I knew who my biological father was. And I, I said to my mother, are you okay? Hmm. You know, that was my, that was my immediate response. Like, are you okay? Hmm. And she said, are you okay? And I said, well, I'm okay, you know, right now, but are you okay? And, and, what, what, what were you thinking when you said to her, are you okay? Like, what were you imagining or, um, that she may, may have been feeling or thinking? Oh, uh, deeply embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, mortified really Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. that this potential secret had been hidden for so many years. And I spit in a tube and, you know, her, her, whole world now is kind of like, you know, oh my God. And she said to me, I I never wanted you to find out. I wanted to, I wanted to take it to the grave with me. Mm -hmm. And, um, she, I have to say my experience was very good. She, she told me everything that she was willing to tell me. And I did get a lot of information. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my, my parents had a, a, a miserable, horrific marriage, um, they separated, got back together, separated, got back together, separated, got back together. So, um, you know, it, it, it just was, was not a, a great situation. And, um, she married him young and had my brother and, um, you know, once the problem started, she was like, you're, you're really boring. And I just want to kind of go out with my friends and, and hang out and, and have a good time. And, and you're like a fuddy duddy and you don't want to do that. And, um, and they fought, they fought a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the, the, you know, I think part of the shame is that, um, my dad and my birth father, mm-hmm. um, actually grew up together. Ah. So, my grandparents and his parents were very good friends. Um, and I, you know, I think that that added to the embarrassment Mm -hmm. and, uh, Mm -hmm. and there was, you know, a a lot that she just did not want to be public knowledge. And I respect that, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I definitely respect that. Um, but at the same time, I said to her at the very least, I need to contact him and let him know. I had just seen him 10 months prior. He came to my dad's funeral. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, um, so I fired off a Facebook message and, um, you know, he pretended to be surprised and, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. he, uh, 
you know, gave me medical history that night. Okay. He said, perhaps the most important issue is probably medical history. And, and I should have realized right then and there that that was going to be the beginning and the end of whatever type of relationship Mm -hmm. we were going to have. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I saw it with rose colored glasses and, um, I, I hung on his every word for a few months and, uh, there was still no meeting. There was still no lunch. There was still no get together. And, uh, I made the decision that I was going to reach out to his other children. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know his other children before now? Just I did through, not through the family friend. Okay. <laughs> no, no. He, um, he disappeared from my life when I was like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, think like if I'm doing my calculations correctly, I think that's when he met his wife uh-huh, uh-huh. and, um, you know, got married and, and they had their two children. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, I just made the decision to reach out to them and, uh, that's when I saw his true colors mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he told me, um, that he had absolutely no use for me and he probably never would. And God, that's um, amazing language. Yeah. And, and I just said, uh, okay, that's, you know, that's fine. I'm totally fine with that because you don't truthfully, like you don't deserve me in your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, um, email his, his other children and they were wonderful and gracious. And I was able to, um, meet up with them for, uh, we went out to dinner and we went out to lunch and, Um, I've been to my brother's house um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's just there. It's Mm -hmm, not, mm -hmm. you know, we don't, we don't call each other all the time and, and text all the time, but, um, but they're there and I reach out every once in a while and, um, and, and I'm okay with that. Like, I feel like, I feel like my purpose in all of this was bigger. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm an I'm I'm an educator, and that's what I want to do. Is I want to educate and I want to heal. Um, so I I feel like um, I've accomplished what I set out to accomplish, and as far as the, the relationship, and I just feel like I have a bigger purpose in it all. Yeah. So, right. Which then leads to you know my my NPE group and right. Only. Yeah. Talk about your purpose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have uh, questions about your story, but it's so oh, easy. Yeah. It's so nicely segues into into what you have done with it. What have you yes, done with can, all that stuff? We can pause if you'd like. I'm okay no, 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 that. no, t- no. Tell me, tell me, but tell us about the group so everybody yeah. knows. So I was um, part of a very large Facebook group, and I just um, I felt like it was time for me to move on from that. Um, but I knew that I needed a home, and so um, I reached out to the creator of a very successful adoptee group. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm looking to start this new group and I would love to um, join with you. And, and she was wonderful and, and gracious and, um, and NPE only after the discovery was born. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's, what I like about it is that um, I, I love the collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't feel like, um, other people can't share their amazing projects that they're working on. And, um, I just think that it's a a safe place to, to heal and to learn and to grow. Um, and I'm just super happy with, um, with my new home. I just, I, I love it there. It's really great. 
it's really, I think I, I, one of the things I really admire about, about it, about its group, about the group or about you. And is that I feel like there are a lot of people, um, within the community and probably within like every phenomenon, there's like a lot of people that are like, I'm going to start, a, I'm going to start a group. Like <laughs> That's an idea. Like I'll just start open a Facebook thing because Facebook makes it so easy, but you have done it. Um, and, and, and I think, I mean, I just think it's kind of like prom- promotion by attraction or, so, or, you know, attraction by heal. I don't know. I don't know the what, like people just keep coming to it and it continues to, thrive and you've got these like meetup you've got uh like these zoom calls that you do on the weekends and the week so people are meeting each other and um I don't know I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say but it's just that you've you've just really like it it has taken on a life of its own and and you but you have been so you've been there the whole time yeah really keeping it going and and uh and that that's encouraging um and uh yeah. And I think, and I think, I don't, I don't know what it is, but there is a, um, you know, there's a deep connection that, that NPE people feel, but there's a deep connection. And, and I experience in your group, a, a, uh, a, a lightness or a, or a safety, a freedom, a freedom, a, sa- a safety that feels like freedom or liberating, I guess, um, that, that I really, I really appreciate, um, and then getting to meet everybody. And then, you know, and like, like when I signed up for the retreat, I didn't even know it was where it was. You know, I just saw yeah. the word like retreat, get together, NPEs, real life, face to face. Like I, I'm in. Um, and uh, man, you guys are an, ama- an amazing, amazing group of people. Uh, just like so fun and so loving and so vulnerable and uh, all at the same time. It's, um, it's like a really powerful experience that you don't get everywhere. No, no. Just because everybody experiences the same thing does not mean it's going to be a good, safe place, you know, but you're right. And, um, and, and, but you seem to have really like nurtured it by whether it's by luck or, or, you know, the energies or the stars have aligned, but it's just been good. People have been attracting good people. Yeah. I think it's, it's probably a little bit of all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I definitely pour, uh, pour my heart and soul into it. Um, with a, with a good mix of, um, you know, let's have fun and let's, um, let's cry and let's, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, um, so, so it's been, it's been really rewarding for me. Um, it's been really healing for me, uh, not having, you know, the fairy tale, of course, that I wanted, um, but just being able to see so many people, in the same boat, but also getting to celebrate those people that mm-hmm. do have the fairy tale mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. super amazing to me. So yeah, I, I definitely, um, had some luck and I had some hard work and, and some grit and, and, and you're right. I, I do believe that we get back what we put out into mm-hmm. the world. And so, um, I've, I've definitely tried to, uh, support and uplift and, um, and the same has happened for me. So it's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then you did, you got to come to retreat and, you know, retreat was one of those things where I went to, um, I went to this meetup in, in Philly for another Facebook group that I was a part of. And I actually got to meet an adoptee there, um, Cindy McQuay. And, you know, we had become very close in, in this group and, 
um, we ended up, uh, you know, staying together while we were at this meetup. Uh And I, I remember, um, like just being so energized. And I said to her, like, that wasn't enough time. That just wasn't enough time. We need, we need to do something and we need more time. It's got, we have to do like a weekend, you know, it's just, it's gotta be a weekend. And so, um, that was how our retreat started. And, uh, we started, our first one was, um, all day Saturday and we ended at noon on Sunday and it was awesome. We had, uh, an awesome group of people there and we came home and I, I was like, that wasn't enough time. (laughs) (laughs) It just wasn't enough time. So we added Friday and now, you know, we're in session all day, Friday, all day, Saturday and, uh, and, and half the day Sunday. Um, and, and we find some people that come and present are in the community. Some people are not. Um, but we just try to give, uh, again, that, that right, uh, balance of of laughter and tears go ahead I say it's amazing it's I mean mission accomplished it Mm. it it was a really um that was the thing that blew me away the most and and uh you know and part of it is just like the many like subcultural differences between you know west coast and east coast and Mm. and you know people from all you kids from Philly and, and New Jersey are different than than California but I um the, the ability to be laughing and joking and yelling, I mean, laughing to tears, you know, mm-hmm. um, with people and then the ability to pivot yeah, with somebody because that's what was needed about their NPE story was um, so touching to me. I remember you saying, I, this has so exceeded my expectations and I don't even know what my expectations were. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You know? It's true. And I was like, okay, well check. We, you know, we got that. And, and the other part of it too, is that, um, you know, we, we keep them small and we keep mm-hmm. them, um, in a private home and we prepare meals together and, you know, we eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. And, um, that's not to say that some people don't, you know, go off and go for a bike ride or, you know, go to the beach or whatever, but for the most part, we're, we're just there, you know, for the weekend and, and we laugh and we cry and we're completely inappropriate and, um, sing karaoke and, um, and just play games. And, and it's just, it's really awesome. It's just yeah. really awesome. Yeah. So it's awesome. transforming. Yeah. And for so many people there's there, I mean, and, and, the, and the, the way that Facebook has, um, uh, provided a platform that for all these groups to form is great. And there is so much to be said about the power of connecting with people that, um, are experiencing what you experience, but to meet people in real life and mm-hmm. be in a home and see people and eat a meal with these people, with, with people for so I don't, I, you know, I didn't do a survey of the room, but for lots of us, it's the very first time mm-hmm. we've ever met any other human that understands at a core level, what, what that crisis is like. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's sort of like powerful, even <laughs> powerful by default, like, you know, and then right. on top of that, it's good people creating a safe place, uh, with laughter and vulnerability. It was just, yeah. I, I mean, and I, I don't, I'm not, I don't know how I, I think I would say I've been to a lot of retreats in my life and, and that's not something you get everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, so it was definitely like a, a, some kind of magical combination of things. Thank you. Mm, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's... And the human connection, you know, a lot of people aren't able to do that. And so mm-hmm. when, when the pandemic happened, I started twice weekly Zooms. And, um, you know, some weeks we have the same exact people and, and some weeks we have completely different people, but it, it provides a little bit of human contact. It's, it's certainly not the same as, as being at retreat, but, um, it's just nice to be in a room, um, with these people that know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. and get it. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's really wonderful. Back to your NPE story, mm-hmm. um, which you 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 told such a great bullet, bullet point. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, do you can you shed any light on um, what your bio dad's uh, like relationship was with, like how he ended up in the same circle as as your mom and dad? Um, they were family friends, there was family friends, family friends, um, or like what his job was or, um, role, you know, is there anything else? I mean, you, you don't have to say anything if you feel like if you're protecting people, but yeah, I'm curious if yeah, there's, yeah, there's more mean, shades for, to this story. <laughs> there are definitely more shades to this story. Um, and if you are lucky enough to, uh, attend retreat, um, I, I definitely share my story. Mm-hmm. Cliffhangers, um, cliffhangers, people, come on. Right. Clickbait, clickbait. Yeah. Come to the, come to the retreat <laughs> to find out the juicy parts. Um, but you know, there's, there is an added layer of, of shame and stigma, right. To my story. And, um, my mom and I are in a really great place and, um, I need to be respectful mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. Um, of her experience as well. You know, um, I'm, I'm three years out. I just celebrated my third rebirthday as we call it. And um, let that, you know, serve as, as uh, maybe um, hope that mm-hmm. you can come to accept, um, you know, what has happened. Like so many days, I feel like this knowledge has been with me for years and years and years and mm-hmm. years and years. Um, so it, it's, it's so not part of my everyday existence anymore. Um, so, um, yeah, I just, I love that it is, is not at the forefront of, yeah. of what's going on in my life. Yeah. It gets better. Um, it does. I think, and I, I wouldn't be interested. I wonder uh, I mean, I guess I could just throw a survey out there, but I'd be interested to know if everybody feels like it's about a two to three year process before really. Um, I would love move, to know move, that too. Yeah. Let's, you know what? I'm going to make a little note on my notepad right here. Um, because I know also in uh, like an inheritance, Danny Shapiro, it takes her about two years. Mm-hmm. She kind of talks about like moving through stages of understanding and acceptance. Um you know, and I would I, never, I would never want to prescribe it to anybody, but for anybody in entering this experience, it might be helpful to know what the sort of somewhat expected healing time is mm-hmm. if, if they need to know that if they're in a hard, yeah, I you know, think you, struggling. you definitely go through the stages, you, mm-hmm. the stages, um, 
but you don't, or at least in my experience and what, what I've watched happen with other people is that there's not this linear. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, no, no. There's uh there's that roller coaster, you know, like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm great. Oh no, I'm, I'm really terrible. No, I'm great. No, I'm terrible. I, I also say it's, it's, I, I live right by the ocean. So I, I like to talk about it in terms of like that some days you, you have a nice calm glassy sea and other days it's like a hurricane and it's just pummeling the shit out of you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I can't tell you if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, I can't tell you the last time I cried about this, mm-hmm. my, my mm-hmm. own experience. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I've cried. Yeah. I've cried with, cry. other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with other people, but, um, I can't like, tell I'm you the last cold time as ice. I don't cry, but <laughs> cried for yourself. Yes. Yeah. I just, I feel like, uh, we talked about that in the beginning. I, I feel like, um, you know, my purpose in all of this was bigger. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm glad that I'm glad that I'm on the other side of it. I remember my husband saying to me, you're not acting like somebody should act who just found out this information. And I was like, well, I mean, how do you want me to act? Right. I, like, like, please tell us how we are supposed to act Yeah, here. I was telling your uncle, like, it's okay. We're here. We'll support you. You know, we still love you. You're still family. Yes. There's this whole other side, you know, that, that you now need to, to learn about and discover. Um, but how, how hypocritical of that would, would I have been if I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, my life is over, <laughs> which, which does happen for some people. Don't get totally, me wrong. It, totally. it absolutely does. And I don't mean to make light of their situation. Um, but I just, I wasn't, um, I wasn't in that place. I, I gave myself, um, maybe about two months in, I gave myself what I call my three day pity party. Mm-hmm. And I, I mm-hmm. literally just laid in bed for three days. And then I said, all right, Aaron, you're going to, you're either going to get to the other side of this, or you're never going to get to the other side of this. And you know, you're, you're bigger, you're bigger than this. So mm-hmm. get up, get in the shower and get your ass to work and, and you're going to be okay. So, um, yeah, I, I was going to say something else, but I have absolutely no idea what I was going to say. Gonna say? Um, there was like something else there, but it's gone. Do you, um, help, am I wrong? Am I, am I, you now have become, uh, somebody who's kind of, uh, knowledge. Can I be like more tongue tied, um, knowledgeable or, or helpful with other people's, um, trees or understanding DNA stuff? Mm. Or, or are you like, I don't know if you consider yourself technically a search angel or you just, you're somebody that, uh, feels like you've got like a real good grip on the genealogy stuff. Yes. I, I definitely, um, consider myself a search angel. Okay. I, just, I, just, I didn't want to put that label on you. Yeah, if, no, I didn't totally want to put you fine. in a box. I'm, I'm honestly just at this point, not doing that because mm-hmm. I'm so busy with all of the other stuff. Yeah. You got There's a lot something. going on. You got to, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, put more on your plate. <laughs> Something's got to give. So that's, you know, that's what went so that I could dedicate more time to, uh, high Earth open healing and to NPE only. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, and your own family, and your own job, yes, and your own that. like, <laughs> and your own life, all of that, absolutely, so much going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody is in their begin, you know, someone if someone stumbles across this talk um, in the beginning of their journey, what do you wish? Is there anything you wish you had known when you were brand new to it, or um, that you think is is the the best? advice for the beginning parts? I wish 
that um, I wish that I had patience. Mm. You know, I think the majority of us, when we make this discovery, we're like, I need to know everything and I need to know it now. And I need to reach out right now. And I need to talk to, you know, this person. Um, And I wish that I had taken a little more time to digest the information by myself before Mm. I reached out um, to anyone else. And I mean, anyone, my mother, including your mom. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of, all of the above. I wish that I um, had been a little more um, adjusted to the Mm. news, even though I knew it could happen. I, it, it really surprised me when I realized it happened to me. So um, yeah, I wish that I'd had more patience and uh, with myself and other people. Um, And I truthfully wish that I had picked up the phone and called him instead of sending him Hmm. um, a note because, you know, I tell people that may be the only opportunity you have to, to hear his, her voice um, you know, one last time. So yeah. Yeah. And join as many groups as, as you feel you need, you know, some people join one group and they're like, no, I'm great. I'm happy over here in my little corner. Mm-hmm. Um, other people are in every single group there is out there and are active and they get something different from each of those groups. So, um, make sure you take care of you and, and do what, what feels right for you. Yeah. That's amazing. That's almost word for word with the last interview a person said, said oh. like, you got to focus on you, take care of you. You do what you need to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing brings like this experience certainly brings uh, the need for that into sharp relief um, about, about what do you, what do you want? Um, and did your mom, when you, so I'm sorry, when you, I'm going all over the place now, but when you were, do, when you decided like, oh, I'll try and um, understand where my grandfather came from. So I'll do an, a, a DNA test. Did you, did you, had you told your mom you were going to do that? It was, a, I did. It was like I an did. open discussion and she didn't, she, did she, has she acknowledged that alarm bells went off for her at that time? Or did she think about it? Yes. Uh, she, <laughs> she <laughs> said to me, what, why? Like, why, what does it matter? Like your family is your family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Laying the groundwork, laying the groundwork. And then I, I actually remember, um, so my results came in December 27th. Oh, great. And I host Christmas day at my house. And, uh, you know, my, my mom and my stepdad were here. My, uh, my stepsister was here. Everybody was here. And we were talking about my husband's uncle. And I said to my mother, if you got any skeletons in the closet, like now would be the time to like, no, get them you out. didn't, Aaron, you didn't. I did. I mean, I was completely <laughs> joking. Of course, like, of course you didn't yeah. actually think there would be. Totally did not think there would be. And, and then she says, well, you know, there may have been, you know, a time or two or three. I was a young woman. Yeah. And I was like. Uh, was she serious? You know, like I, I remember pulling my stepsister into my room and being like, do you really think I should be worried? Like I, and then both of us were like, no, 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 not our yeah. family. Right. So yeah, no, I mean, those, those, those warning bells were, were definitely uh ding, 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 ding. And okay. Her. Okay. So she had had a couple days of some, some level of processing mm-hmm. and preparing for that. That's interesting. Yeah. And I mean, she said to me, her and her and my stepdad have been together 
oh good lord um a long time i'm trying to think i i think he's been in my life since i'm five so i'm almost 46 41 years he's been a part of my life mm-hmm. um he's in it they didn't it. they didn't get married you know mm-hmm. right then and there but that's how long they've been together and i remember her saying to me i have to tell my husband like i've never even told my husband this and i was like oh okay and then he said to me, you're not going to, you're not going to tell anybody, right? Cause it'll make your mother look less. Right. And I said, less what? <laughs> less, less human? Like, right. you know, she's a human being. Right. And she's not perfect. Just like the rest of us. Yeah. If only that were, if only that idea, I guess we just need to start talking about it more. Nobody's perfect. Mm-mm. And that's really, she did say, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Mm. I made a mistake. She kept repeating that. And I said, I said, you need, you need to change that narrative, you know, because you didn't make a mistake because if you made a mistake, then I'm a mistake. Right. And I'm not a mistake. You know, I'm, I'm obviously meant to be here because I'm here. So that narrative has to change. Mm-hmm. You have to stop saying that. Right. <laughs> and she did. So, yeah. yeah. yeah but well- I, I mean, you know, ultimately like, I keep saying that, like there was a, a bigger purpose for all of this. And I, and I just truly think that I am so incredibly lucky, um, for the people that I've been able to meet through this. And, um, you know, it's always kind of dangerous in, in the NPE world and the adoptee world to call people family that aren't family. Right. Sure. Um, but I'm, I just feel so incredibly lucky, um, to, to have these group of people in my life that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Wouldn't have met. And I, I like, there's no universe that I would have met some of these, any, any of these people, mm-hmm. any of them. And when you look at like, who's at retreat, it's, it's literally a group of people that you would never put together in a room. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And yet there we are. And, you know, we're all laughing together and crying together and, you know, people that we wouldn't choose to be friends with in real totally, life. Totally. Totally. Yeah. No, I was, I was, you know, but then um, you're like, oh my God, you're really cool. <laughs> really cool. And, and I, I actually kind of like that the word struggle is not the word for that, but like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm very like open and, um, about my, my politics. And, um, that was something that, um, for example, you had established no, no politics to talk, talk about at the, at the mm-hmm. retreat. And, um, and there was a part of me that felt I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest, uh, like frustrated by that, or it felt like a, like an oppression or something. And, Mm -hmm. and yet I can't help but acknowledge that that totally, um, uh, that, that the lack of that or whatever, anyway, anyway, the connection with people was because of the NPE experience and, and other things in life than who we, who we may or may not vote for or what we, you know, think of, think of other people on, on that plane. And, um, so I, so like in the end, I really appreciated it. I still have like lots of complex feelings about, about that in general, but, um, I can't help but think about that a lot in, with the group where I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like we're sitting around with, um, some, some really big fundamental differences. And yet we're finding the ability to like laugh about, you know, laugh about all these other things and, and that area can, can heal. And, I don't know. I just it, thank you for for saying that because I I don't I don't think that I I don't think I viewed it as oppression. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. You know, thank you for for opening my eyes to that. It was 
it was more like we need to connect um we need to collect connect on a humanistic level and um you know everyone um has the potential to be passionate about their politics except me because i'm the world's least political person <laughs> um, <laughs> but i i just felt like it was such a contentious time yeah i mean also yeah we should tell everybody this was yeah uh, october 2020 so we're leading up to a an election uh you know like a historic election right uh you know, during a pandemic, during this hot year, after this controversial president or during this controversial president. So, yeah, I mean, like it, the temp gets hot real quick. Yeah. And and there's just been so much hatred and, you know, I'm unfriending you and I'm unfriending you. And can you imagine having to like live in a house with somebody for 72 hours when you're like, uh, I hate your politics and you sound so ignorant? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, yeah. It was definitely not meant to be oppression. It was just meant to have, uh, you know, a, a level, a level playing field. So, but I, I appreciate you pointing that out because that was not my intent. Oh, sure. No, I mean, I, yeah, no, I knew you were I just, uh, and you know, and like, I'm, you know, I, I've got my own like, um, personal issues about like authority and rules and <laughs> stuff like that. And, um, and, and yeah, so I, I just, I like, uh, I ended up really like, it's just really give It just really gave me like a lot to think about and, and a lot to appreciate about these people. And, um, and I, you know, and I assume that they are thinking the same things about me. Like, you know, we all connected and it was really cool. It was really, really, really neat. Um, I really loved that part. I loved all of it. I loved all of it. Um, yeah. That warms my heart. Thank you. Oh, I'm counting down the days. Till our next uh, one. I am too. Um, I am too. In fact, yeah, I actually need to get on and like secure my secure, you know, finish all my reserve, you know, car, uh, what's mm -hmm. it called? Airplane tickets, stuff like that. Yes, but, stuff like that. Um, and I think I, I owe you money. Um, so <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get some money over to the retreat too. Um, Aaron, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was so great to talk to you and get to see your face. Uh, and you've been such a source of support for me in the group, but also behind the scenes. And um, I just, I really appreciate you and all your, all your, all your service as a, as a friend and a, and a group leader. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. I, I like to say, you know, we're, we're all mirrors and, and we recognize in each other things that we already possess. So thank you for, for being a mirror to me. Oh. Appreciate that. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, all right. Go on with your Saturday. You probably have a, a group to join right now or something, right? I, I think I might hop on over there. Yeah, it's only been, yeah, they just started. Yeah. Cool. All Thanks. right. Thank I'll you so you much. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. I'll be in touch. All righty. All right. Bye, Bye. Aaron. I also feel like it's worth mentioning, um, I can't believe I didn't bring this up at the top, but for anyone who followed any of the short but intense drama of another podcast announcing itself and having the same name as me a few months ago, uh, Erin was the first person I contacted when I found out about it. She was there for me as a friend. She was there for me as an NPE. She's there for me as a woman. Um, she was there for me in all the ways, and it was great. I'm so grateful for her place in my life. And, uh, whew, 
about that short but intense drama about my podcast name, All's Well That Ends Well, I'm Still Everything's Relative with Eve Sturgis. If you want more information about the retreats that Aaron is putting together um, out on the East Coast, you can check out their website, harithhopeandhealing.com, and I'll put that info on the Instagram as well. I'm going to go ahead and spell it just one time quickly. Hereth Hope and Healing is H-I-R-A-E-T-H, hopeandhealing.com. And uh, anyway, so go, but if you need that, like, like send me an email, I'll send you a note or go to my Instagram at everything's relative podcast. I'll have it on there. Um, You can also get, get on Facebook and go find NPE only after the discovery group. Um, It is a rowdy bunch of supportive and kind people who we just want to heal from our NPE experience and help others do the same. Uh, I touched base with Aaron before the episode, and at this time of taping, there are still a few spots left at the April retreat. So if you are looking to find some deeper connection, uh, meet some people in person, check it out. Uh, and the, Oh, and you know what? Now that I just said that thing about meeting in person, they also have a virtual option for those um, who can't or don't feel comfortable uh, being in person yet due to coronavirus. Um no judgment at all. There is a virtual option. Just um, go to the website and contact them and they, they'll they help you um, attend in whatever way you're most comfortable. So I can't recommend it enough, obviously. That's it for this week, everybody. Do all the things I always tell you to do. Tell your truth. Wear your mask. Follow us on Instagram. Become a patron. I'll see you next time. This is Eve Sturgis and this was my podcast, Everything's Relative. If I haven't said that enough this episode. (laughs) Bye. Everything's Relative with Eve Sturgis is produced by Kaylin Egan and Eve Sturgis. Eve is a licensed therapist in the state of California, but conversations on this podcast are not therapy sessions. This podcast is edited by Stephanie DeLonzik. The logo design is by Ivy McNally. And the music is used with permission by Goodbye the Band. My name is Lauren Ash. You may know me from starring in TV shows like Superstore or She-Ra or Scare Tactics. And I'm her sister, Christy Oxborough, semi-professional researcher and fully certified internet sleuth. And together, we are the hosts of True Crime and Cocktails, your new favorite true crime deep dive podcast. In season one of our show, we extensively researched all of the new Netflix Unsolved Mysteries episodes. And beginning in January 2021, season two will be a famous fatalities edition. From mysterious celebrity deaths to famous unsolved cases, We'll be bringing you more boozy true crime combos. So put on your PJs, pour yourself a drink, and join our true crime slumber party. New episodes of True Crime and Cocktails drop every Tuesday. Campfire.